0: Welcome back, everyone. This is session number four of At My Age podcast, where I'm very fortunate to interview my cousin, Andrew Marmo, the fourth. Very fitting fourth uh, session, fourth. uh, Andrew Marmo did not plan that one, but kudos on us. Uh, Before we jump into a little bit of the history, as always, want to give a major, major shout out to Ryan Francis, as well as Grace James. Uh, Without them, video editing, marketing, all of that could not have been done without them. So uh, definitely, if you see them around, if you're listening, uh, definitely shoot them a text and congratulate them on all their hard work. Now, going into this session, we, uh, meaning Andrew, myself, uh, another cousin, and two of our uncles were up at one of our uncle's cabins up north in Pinetop, Arizona. A few things on why I'm calling that out. One, after the session with my mom and talking about some of the stuff that her and I went through prior to uh, me living with my aunt, we actually lived not so far uh, from on my uncle's cabin that we were up uh, this weekend at. So last week for me personally was not only healing, uh, but pretty full circle without really planning it. You know, I didn't plan the podcast to go into the cabin to be like this, oh my God, look at how far I've come. But um, so the last time I was up there was 2001, 2002, uh, going up there, small little town, about three and a half, four hours north of Arizona. And it was pretty surreal, um, me being an adult and me going through what I went through post Pine Top after especially talking about it with my mom was just an awesome way to really uh close out a big chapter in my life which was starting this podcast that led into a really awesome conversation because again this was kind of a boys trip you know we're drinking the night before drinking a little bit during the day and this was around you know two three o'clock where some of the uncles were getting tired and Andrew and I were just like we have nothing else to do let's pop this podcast open so for the first minute, maybe two minutes it 's a little noisy in the background, but it definitely gets back to baseline where you can clearly hear Andrew and i and During the conversation with Andrew, and as a lot of people heard in my first or in this session with my mom, Andrew and I were really close prior to the divorce you know andrew and his um, his sister really look at my mom as kind of a part a sister versus another cousin because my mom is 18 years younger, the child of our elders, um, than Andrew and his sister Kelly's mom. So there's an 18 year difference between the parents, but technically, you know, cousins and aunts. And it's a very unique situation where Andrew really is uh, born in 1970 and he should kind of be my uncle if you just strictly look at age, but he's my first cousin. And so after the divorce, time obviously goes on and I'm growing up being a teenager and he's dealing with not only one child, but two children of his own and then a stepdaughter. And so we kind of separated, but in the more recent years as I've been an adult, we've definitely come back. This session doesn't only capture kind of us reconnecting and connecting and me learning about how young he was, having his first child, kind of going through a rocky situation with that, uh, the mother of his first child, him going into the military and talking about his mindset there. But it also is a reason why I started this podcast, because when you sit across the table for someone, you're not only capturing what you two talk about, but you're also capturing the moment in time where – I just started this podcast, and Andrew's listened to everyone. I know there's only two, but he listened to both of them with a lot of great feedback, and he was really excited about doing this podcast. My uncles are on the couch and they kind of chime in a little bit. So no matter what happens, if there's one person listening or one million people listening, I get to have a little moment in not only that weekend, but in my life that I captured with my cousin and my uncles that I get to share with my children and my children's children and you know, Andrew's kids get to listen to this and hopefully they get to hear a little bit more in depth or in detail about certain scenarios they don't really know about. And I was very thankful for this session because of the fact that it's really starting to prove the point that we have a big family and we have a lot of friends. And if we don't start capturing some of that in a in a medium that we can listen to, you know, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, we're going to lose that on those moments. And so... This one is super special to me because I will always have this moment with Andrew as well as my uncles. And even from not being a family member, it's an amazing conversation to hear about someone's struggles as a young man, not knowing what to be or how to be a a grown man, getting thrown into the military, still having some trials and tribulations, but coming out of it on top. And I am extremely proud, not only for me to be able to call him a cousin, but a friend and a mentor. Honestly, he's helped out in the past few years a lot with not only myself, but my mom and my sister. So without further ado, Andrew Marmo Fourth on session four. Gotta love how that happens. Enjoy everybody.
1: Brother. We need to I can tell them to shut up if you want.
0: No, this is this is about the raw podcast. Oh with them in the background? It's amazing. Most of the time we have like music in the background, idiots in the background, so this is just right on top of it, so
1: welcome back you man. don't think that they're gonna like overshadow this
0: this is what the whole podcast is about here. Right? Right? for the All most right. of the time you won't hear it which is really nice like we'll block it out but in general okay. i'm eager right. to hear some but you Andrew need these old Marmo. guys to be quiet yeah <laughs> it's not a problem this is they can barely hear themselves talk so they're not going to understand That's what's true. going on here but true. okay so i didn't do any research going into this not going to lie to you what the research to do well what year were you born
1: uh 70. Okay, so you were 29 in literally 1999. I was 29 in 1999, yeah. When's your birthday? Right. Uh, birthday is January 28th. So you
0: literally went into the 1999 going into, your, you were 29 yeah. in 1999.
1: I was 29 in 1999, so basically the, um, the 19, so I was, I'm, a, I'm a 70s and 80s baby. Kind of your child. I grew up in the '70s, and I grew up in the '80s. What do you think about the 1999 year? Do you remember Y2K K lot? Yeah, that's yeah, so it, foreign. It was, to a, me. it was such a it was such a scary like it was you know whatever was gonna happen happened. Everyone said that the computers were gonna shut down because of the zero. Yeah, yeah, like they, the didn't, they didn't compute yeah. the
0: zeros right. Yeah, we don't. They don't.
1: Uh, they nothing happened.
0: Was it really like that intense when it came to the media? Like, were they really like, yeah, there was coming?
1: Yeah, there's always those, you know, every yeah. New Year's is the end of the world. Okay. But this one was like, yeah, that was the thing. It was 1999. And it was like, everybody, the first thing everybody did at 1999, well, you got to remember the, the cell phones back then, they weren't smartphones, right? Yeah. They were the Nokias. and, the, and <laughs> yeah. that's, you had those Were they Nokia bricks ones. or were they smaller? They were, they were smaller. smaller yeah, okay, that's yeah, when yeah. they actually started to get smaller, but they weren't smartphones. So, but they said like, like satellites and everything else is going to get wiped out. But then it ended up like... It ended up like um, not happening. Like our cell phones were working at, at midnight. Do you so. remember going into that
0: midnight? Was everyone like bunkered down like year the, like, the yeah, people who yeah. thought it was like, oh my God, this is
1: really happening. They thought it was going to happen. They could happen. But again, you had, you had New Year's in Paris and New York oh, and everything oh, happened. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, think nothing even was Even now in like right? Australia, yeah. nothing was happening. It was, so fine. It was fine. Yeah.
0: yeah. When um, I think about 1999, I don't know if it was the year, what were you doing for the New Year's?
1: What was Were I doing? Here? Yeah, no, we had a party at my mother's house, 1999. So like, every, the family was there, the whole family. Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah. Oh, gra- uh, was Grandma still alive in yeah. 99? No, 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 oh, Barbara, okay. oh, my, Bar- mother, oh, my mother. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so got she it. was,
1: she was, uh, she was, um, 1999. We had a party at her house. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. Were you drinking at that time? Obviously you yeah, were 29, yeah, I was like, 29. Was yeah. she
0: drunk at that time? No, my mother no, doesn't. She drink. doesn't really drink She She has a drink here and there. Anything yeah. over a drink and a half. And she yeah. gets already a little crazy. Yeah, there's so no so way. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so I was 99. What were you doing personally going into that? Who were you with? Who'd you uh, kiss? I was with Janine. No way. Janine was there,
1: yeah, actually at the party. So Janine and I have been dating. We were dating in 95. We met in 95, and uh, who's now my wife. And so we've been. she's been with me since, so 95 till now. And you
0: guys were how long... Since 95? 95, oh, 95 so yeah. Literally, uh, I was 20, 05, we, we, 15. I met at,
1: she was 25 and she was 23. You're yeah. coming
0: up on 30 years, you know that? Yeah, I know,
1: I know. That's uh, it's, insane. It's crazy, it's, it's nice. What are you guys
0: going to do for your 30th anniversary? I don't even know. I don't know, yeah. I haven't <laughs> even thought about it. We
1: went to, so we were, Taylor, so she had Taylor from a previous relationship for, she was a year old. Taylor's just as much my daughter as Tasha, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, So yeah, she's been with me since she's one. And she's, tw- she's 29 this year. No way. Yeah, yeah. You'll get
0: her in time, and you can do one of these with her. Does it trip you out that you uh, you see her from 1 to 29?
1: Yeah, yeah. All of the kids. I mean, every one of your kids, seeing them grow up like that, it's just, it goes by so fast. Insane, right? So fast, yeah. So we
0: jumped straight into 29, but to kind of back up a little bit, to mm-hmm. give everyone listening, because this what I realized with my mom, is going into this, I had a lot of pre- Uh, just knowledge that a lot of people didn't have. That's why I changed the intro to kind Mm -hmm. of give a little bit more context. So you were born in 70. Yep. Your mother is the eldest of the aunts. So we were trying to explain to Gary, which didn't really go over well last night, but 18 years is your mom is 18 years older than my mom. Yeah. So technically, again, what we were trying to explain to Gary, you're my
1: cousin. Right. But the age difference is really intense. Right. So my, my, I'm the oldest grandchild and cousin in the family, right? So I'm the oldest one. And Diana, your mom, is is like my sister more than my aunt. Like and my, my uncle Bill, my uncle Jay's they they are like my brothers more than more than my they sister, are my uncles. Or
0: my mom is only two years older than you. I didn't yeah, realize it was that. close.
1: And I'm seventy, yeah. But she's August of sixty seven, so it's halfway through the year. But yeah, yeah.
0: That's insane. Yeah. So you were growing up you were born in New York. Yeah, I was born in Queens. How long were you there
1: for? We were, uh, it two and a half, three when we moved oh, okay. out here. Yeah. Moved so out you here. really are
0: from Arizona. Yeah. For, mean, for the most part I was in Arizona.
1: Arizona, but we would go back, we would visit. So there's times that we go back from like my, my father's brother got married. We go back then. But then I moved back uh, when I was 19 with bill for a while. We worked in the city and, uh, oh, did that for a while. Yeah. I didn't so, know that. Yeah. Yeah. Bill, we went through bad that. That's so when Tasha was born, how old uh, are you? I was 17. That's Tasha insane. turned, uh, I was I, in Tasha was born in December 8th of 1987. And then the following month uh i was i turned 18 so yeah 17 18 right there and um it just it was like two kids playing house yeah. yeah with margaret her mom but it was like two kids playing house and then uh it just ended didn't end very well but then bill was living in new york and he's like why don't you just send him out here and you know with tasha or just you no just me just okay. me because what happened was there was like her her family was always threatening to to take her away and because they all right so they were they were like very devout Christians. And so Tasha's
0: family, Tosh's family and wow. still are.
1: Um, oh yeah. 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 Okay. I, yeah, I've heard, I've heard. Margaret got pregnant and um, uh, yeah. So they always threatened to like take her and, and our relationship, it wasn't going to last. I mean, we were kids playing house at the time and then it That's was uh, they did, they sent her away. So they sent her to California. And I remember when I found out that they sent her to California that I actually jumped in my car. And I drove out there, and I spent, like, it, it was San Francisco. I thought I knew the address, and it was, like, a 19-hour drive. I did all straight in one shot. almost died, actually. I was in L.A., and I drove on the wrong side of the road, and a car <laughs> was coming for me. Because I, I had drove, driven straight. Like, I wasn't stopping. Yeah. I was trying to find them and get them to come back. And uh, Did she
0: take Tasha with her? Yeah, yeah. They sent oh, her. They ended wow. sending her
1: away. And um, which is what, you know, it was a it was kind of a threat the whole time, which is why we because we got married in uh, a little after 88. So I think it was April of 88. We got married and then um, and then shortly like it just just didn't work out. And we were like, you know, it wasn't wasn't a good time. But anyway, she they sent her they sent her away to California. And I tried to find them, and I was a mess, and I couldn't find them. Like I, I remember, even like asking a post office, like where, because I knew her what her grandparents' names were, and I was trying to find them. And I thought I knew the address, I thought I was in the right area, and come to find years later, I was like probably five, six hours away from where they really were. But it was uh, it was something that we did. But I went to, I went to there, and uh, or I went, I went, I drove out there, and I uh, couldn't find them. Came back. I was just a mess. Like I was a wreck. Like I, they, they were gone, and there was nothing I could do. I couldn't find them, and you know it was hard. There was no internet back. Yeah, I was then, gonna say there's no way that you no can internet. even get a
0: hold of them. There's, no, no. they're gone.
1: Yeah, and so um, Bill told my mother, he's like, you know, why don't you send him out here? And he didn't send me out there, and. I miss Phoenix too much though. Like I really did. Phoenix is like, it was a great experience going. Where through.
0: were you living in New York? Like Manhattan area? No, or? no, no.
1: We lived off Francis Lewis Boulevard and 196th street right in there. So that's where like basically our family is from in that area. Wow. In that Queen, well, for the most part of the Queens, uh, Corona Queens is where I was born. But, uh, um, but yeah, right in that area. That's Even like Queens. a year and a
0: half. That's a long time. Like a year and a half, you're getting your routine down. You're finding a gym or you're finding a job. And yeah, yeah. Might would have. you ever moved here? Like, what, I mean. what was your, what was your feeling at, at that age of living in New York? Were you like hopeful or were well, you we so dreading there?
1: Like we would just go there and visit. Like my father moved back to New York when my parents got divorced. Mm-hmm. So he moved back, he went to San Francisco first, lived there for a while. So I spent a couple of summers in San Francisco, which was great. And then he moved, he was always going to move back to, to, New, to New York. He's a New York guy. So there's no way he was ever going to leave there. Yeah. But he, um, he moved back there and I like, so we would visit him in, in New York. Like I visited him when I was you know, 10, 12 summers, right? So yeah. summers you go visit your dad. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was just a normal thing. I'll tell you when the bigger culture shock was coming back to Phoenix. And I always remember, I'm like, I, I don't remember Phoenix being this open wide mm. open because in New York, everybody's on top yeah, of each other of the buildings are right next to each other. But yeah, it's, it's, and yeah. you still go back there as an adult. Yeah. 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 We actually went there three months before COVID hit. Wow. Like, and I remember walking through the streets there and I was like, I don't remember New York being this packed before as many times as we've come visit, lived, whatever. I've never remember it being this packed. And then to see it as a ghost town during COVID, it was like, insane, was surreal. So yeah. So when
0: you were um, kind of backtracking a little bit when you were with Margaret, mm-hmm. you said it wasn't a good time. What do you mean by that? Like, we what wasn't? Too it's too you young. Know?
1: Like, you're, you're two kids playing house, right? You know, it's like, and...
0: At 17, trying to have a 17, house with I
1: was working. I actually had to drop out of high school. Um, I was supposed to graduate that year. That was my senior year. So, um, and it was, uh, uh, I was graduating in 1988, but... I didn't want them. They, they found out we were still having sex after Tasha was born, was big shock. So they found out that we were still having sex after <laughs> Tasha was born, yeah, and that's that yeah. was the that was it. They said you either get married or we're gonna send her away. So we did. I had to drop out of high school. I had to work more. At, I was working for Bob McGee's in Phoenix, and I had to work more. Is that there. a bar? That we were it was a bar about? restaurant. It was like it. really upscale. It was a really great place. Like I I I, sp- I worked there from the time I was sixteen until I was like I think 19, 20, 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Right, but um, love that place. Like. Grew up in that place. It was really great. But um, I had to work more. So I had to work more. And like we had to put together a wedding, we had to, which the wedding was great. Like I have to say, the wedding was really good. My mother, I think, has the video of it. Like, no the, way. The, um, the, what do you call it? The uh, Ceremony. C- the ceremony, but more importantly, the uh, reception. The reception. Yeah, yeah, the reception. Yeah, yeah, We had it there at McGee's, actually. So we <laughs> rented out Bobby McGee's bar, and it was great. Your dad, by the way tried to pay the bill with his, um, what was it, Costco card. It was oh, hilarious. Like He's like, God. I'm going to get this round, and he puts his Costco <laughs> card down. But that sounds like my dad. Yeah, he was. He, your dad, love your dad to death. I it's insane
0: um, thinking that you were that young trying to do that. Like I, I think about when I was 19, 20, even 21, I thought I was a man, but I would not be able to handle planning a wedding and having a kid. And No, my mother that helped time, a lot. My mother was, helped
1: a lot. She actually made the dress. My mother made the wedding dress that Margaret wore, and... She did help a lot with that. Yeah, absolutely. So it was, yeah. But thinking back, back then, I'm like, like, what what the hell were you thinking? Like when I look back at pictures back then, I'm like, you look like you're 12 years old. Why? What the hell was going on in your? What were you thinking? And it's just, you know, I think there's like this, you're just living day by day at that age, right? Like, you know, whatever. And that's what it was. There was like no filter there, no like, you
0: know. How was the family at that point? Like when you, the the idea of getting.
1: woman pregnant so here's that's that's why 87 was such a hard year because that's the year that grandma got cancer so my my grandmother your grandmother um got cancer uh we found out about her stomach cancer early 87 and um she like was going through it and then um bill actually sent for her that year and when she left she left to new york and stayed with bill because she got to see her sisters one last time and her family one last time and then I, I don't know what she was gone for, like a month maybe. And then she came back, but coming off the plane, when you're like a hundred pounds, like she just lost all this weight because she couldn't eat. She couldn't, she was going, uh, fed through a tube, but that was a tough time. And that was the same year that Margaret got married. So Tasha is the last baby that mm-hmm. grandma held, um, in the family. So she got to see her great granddaughter before she died, which was, which how does that make you feel? Uh, well, so put it, so Tasha was born December 8th, 1987. January 10th is when she died. Wow. And so she held her in the hospital. So that's the, the, you know, it was the last time, but it makes me feel it's good. It's, it's good and bad. It was a, it was a hard time, but it was good that she at least got to get to that point. But 87, it's nuts that all this, I was saying last night, the eighties
0: are so foreign to me. 90s i can kind of understand because i was there but the
1: 80s 80s were a great time they really were like it was a great time the family
0: was such a different um dynamic yeah it was smaller it was a lot smaller obviously thank you you for all of you yeah Yeah, thank you (laughs) you definitely changed that (laughs) yeah we
1: made sure we we changed that
0: at a very early age but it's crazy to think how like now i talk to people about my family and it's so big but back then you all lived yeah. A apartment next to each other. I mean, well,
1: when we first moved out here, there's apartment, we lived next to each other and then sprouted to like, um,
0: could you do that uh, now? Take everything. Like, could you drop into a house with you and Janine, um, uh, Andrew and Taylor, they both have kids.
1: I'll tell you, I'll say no, because here's, well, with my own kids and stuff. Yeah, I could, I could do that. But I think the women we married don't know that. Like they don't like, Janine comes from a family that's got like three people in it, right? Um, and it, it's just a small, small people, right? And but, but with uh, our, we marry people that are foreign to this kind of a thought process where we all grew up in the same house. Yeah, and it's normal to be together. It's normal to see each other all the time. Like when Janine and I were were dating, she's like, "You go to your family's house." I'm dealing all that together.
0: with Grace right now. Yeah. Grace, my mom living so close to me in the beginning when we that first started to happen i talk about that with my mom it's like you had a struggle with me like why aren't you over at my house all the time why aren't yeah. i over at your house all the time why aren't we always together and grace comes from a somewhat of a similar family where they were together but for a while i mean they weren't and yeah. or it just kind of spidered off a little bit right and right. yeah i mean when you guys talk about how much you guys are together it's very foreign to so not only me but i'm assuming a lot of people that are in this like in this age, yeah. it doesn't happen. That and I, I don't
1: know if it's a culture thing or if it's a like, because like, 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 like you have Mexican families get together all the time. Italian families all the time. Yeah. Um, Chinese, Jewish. I, I don't know if it's that or if it's just the, the the family, that that family in general or speaking about specific families. in general. Yeah. But I don't know if that's what it is. But um, yeah, it was so well, what happened? All right. So we. We moved from Tempe, we moved closer into Central Phoenix, 40th Street. Um, My dad and my mom, my sister and I, we had a house off of Sheena Drive, and then Bill, Jay, Diana, um, your mom, and then Diana, your mom, and then uh, 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 we're living in Captain Dreyfus with Grandma. And um, my parents got divorced, and so they just, we moved in with them. So it was my mother, (laughs) my sister and I, Diana, uh, Bill, Jay. Jay left shortly after that, like, who could blame him, but Joey left yeah, shortly after that. He went to go live night. with Bill Thompson. Uh, but yeah, he left shortly. So it was really like Bill, myself, Diana, and then like, um, and all of so a So many there. people in one house. But then but then Bill leaves after that, like he goes to college, right? So he, was, he left shortly after that. But it was, so it was like, I'm the only guy in the house. So I'm basically, <laughs> uh, Bill, me, Jay, we were all raised by women. Yeah But it was Yeah You get to see both sides that way But Yeah <laughs> We're all raised by women Uncle Bill and Uncle time.
0: Jay Are off to the side here And they're The yeah. little peanut gallery over <laughs> there same. But I think that's insane One thing I didn't talk about last night That Uncle Jay left so early at 16 um, Because I was emancipated Because your um oh, yeah, Mother you didn't uh, Adopt me I forgot To that scenario Because I was living yeah. with them I lived at 16 And I didn't realize that It's kind of a Family trade I guess I lived at 16 I moved out with her And moved in with Ryan Francis or Franny, my producer, right, I hang right. out with now. Right. I moved in with his family in Cave Creek and oh, I was right on there. my own 16, 17. I didn't move back in until after I graduated high school with Ann Barbara. Yeah. And then she threw me to NAU and it was the right move at the time, I guess. I just, well, I wasn't ready for it. And also I took college courses in high school. So by the time I did my first year in college, I was yeah. taking sophomore
1: classes. <laughs> you you yeah we at 16 yeah so I always say this about the family it's funny like the kids in the family are they're not they're somewhat quiet uh all the way up to like 15 16 not quiet not shy but just not like as as boisterous as we get as we get Mm -hmm. older but 16 for some reason in this family the kids of this family are they find their personality they find their 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 way to like like communicate they find their 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 group totally me too right so same thing like I was I would never talk to a girl, right? 16, I started talking to some girls, I started finding my own, and then 17, met Margaret, and so yeah. Right? That was so, very
0: quick then. You were very good with your uh awards then for you to be able to find a couple of girls and then have a get her pregnant. Yeah, so good right. for you. <laughs> I, I was like, Margaret's the first. Margaret's the first the yeah. only girl there.
1: Um but yeah, it was it was uh that's when we find it. and my son, same thing, my daughter, same thing. Yeah. It's like like Tasha, look at Tasha. Didn't talk to anyone, right? Like was yeah. so shy, t- all, Now she's totally not Now that you way. can't get her shut up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> she's, yeah. But it what's funny is um and so Margaret's family, uh they're, they're the Vicencios. And I always kind of tease her. I'm like my biggest revenge on that family is that Tasha's exactly like me. Yeah. So they're she, screwed. Is very, she is very <laughs> much so, like you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, okay. So we got through twenty one and 22. You have a kid. Yeah.
1: When did you go into the military? 1991. I, I joined the military. It's actually my mother's idea. So I <laughs> I was going to go into the Marines at first And so I go into the Marines and in the military, you have to take the ASVAB test. So I go into the Marines, I take the ASVAB and the guy comes back, he goes, wow, you scored really high. And he goes, and and I was always told if you're going to go in the military, make sure you have a job, an actual job that you're going to do. Don't just go in blind. So he's like, actually, the only thing we have available right now is minesmen. I was like minesman. he's like yeah when you like take apart the mines and stuff i'm like well there's not really like a lot of room for error yeah home
0: squad literally and i'm like <laughs> forget it go,
1: i'm not going to do a minesman thing i'm not doing that so we were walking out and there was this navy guy sal he was uh he was smoking a cigarette outside he's in his navy off and he goes he's like how'd it go in there i'm like eh i go i don't know i gotta think about it and he goes he goes well what was it and they were offering me men whatever and so he goes he goes well, well tell you what he goes why don't you come inside we'll talk and we'll you know see how it is and the guy was Back then you could be pretty dishonest in getting people in the military um because they had to meet a quota, right? They had a quota they had to do and they would like say whatever. But Sal was completely honest. He was like, you know, some days you're gonna hate it and some days you're gonna love it. He goes, It's a job after you get through boot camp and stuff, it's a job like anything else. Um and he had been in for like fifteen years. He's probably dead by now. That guy was a chain smoker. Mm-hmm. But he gave it to me on he was very honest with me. Um he looked up my ASVAB score, he's like, Oh yeah, you did, you scored really well. And so he offered me like these these different jobs to take in there and I ended up taking electronic warfare technician, but that was good.
0: what year was that 91 91
1: what was happening in the world desert storm was really the, uh, With, yeah was so desert, senior. yeah so desert storm was 90 was 90 i think yeah because so did you Bush go was into president.
0: it knowing that there was a war happening like it, you were willing so to go that route
1: it was it was that was desert storm was like they went in and anything we were like doing over there it was like you we wiped them out in a couple yeah. of days we had you know they didn't have the technology or the weapons that we had but the only reason why i went into the military was because i was bartending so i started bartending at like 19 and i was Bartending, I was going out. I was partying too much. I'm, this, you know, Margaret and I was already we were already separated or gone. We weren't together anymore. But we were, I was separ- I was partying. I wasn't like I had no direction at all, like not at all. And so uh, that's I guess my mother thought that was the way to go. But um, I went in and I, I got to say it was it was a great experience. But we, going in at ninety one, yeah, it was. You know, I'm I'm, I'm considered a Gulf War veteran. But I didn't, didn't freaking go to war oh, or anything that's like cool that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say, my military career was <laughs> was pretty. Uh, was I don't know. Somebody was watching over me the entire yeah. time because I I spent. I never missed a Christmas. Never missed a New Year's. Wow, no way. You yeah. were always back home. Yeah, we did drug operations. Uh, when I got assigned to a ship in Jacksonville, the USS McInerney, I, we did drug operations off the the Caribbean. Um, we used to go after drug boats, so we would go after wow. those things. Uh, and we, we caught like, I think it was seven drug ships or something like that while we were out there. It was really interesting. But, um, what were you doing
0: work? when you would go in? Like if you
1: find one, you see them on so we radar. Would, you'd- we, so what I, my job was I was a direct threat recognition on the ship. So if there was a missile out there, um, I could tell you how to defend against it. If there was a uh, another ship out there, I could tell you what kind of weapon systems they had or what kind of weapons they had on. Wow! There, right, so there's a joke. With no
0: computer, right? You weren't like Well, there was. It's called a-
1: the Slick Thirty Two. It was a radar system that you would do, and you would be able to based on how many, what kind of radars they had on that ship. That's how you knew but you would what have kind to know. You would have to know that. You had to study, answer, you had right? to study Russian yeah. ships, Chinese no ships, French ships, everything. You had to study that's everything. cool. It was it was hard. It was a hard school to get through that A school and you had to learn like, um, uh, missile parameters. So when you're reading these missile parameters and you know that those are coming for your ship, you would know like there's surface to surface, air to surface, all these missiles, but wow. so you would do that. You would, that, that was my job. So basically I'm looking at a, like a, like what you see on the TV like yeah, circle with the dot and yeah. it's green, right? <laughs> cool. So you're sitting there that's and cool. you're, I'm in that combat that you see in the dark rooms on the ships. That's where I worked. So that's where my job was. And, um, my our cousin Andrew, he was a sonar tech. He kinda did the same thing, but his was all underwater, right? Oh. Which is weird. Like we didn't like plan that or anything. Yeah. But he, he went in a few years after I I think I got out or something. But Wow. But yeah, so he was a sonar tech where I was in electronic warfare. But um, we did drug operations off the coast of That's Caribbean awesome. down there, which is really cool. I, I saw Cuba. You know, didn't see any other countries ever any. I had a chance to go to South America. But I was six months from getting out and I was like, oh, okay, I, I'm, or I was like four months from getting out, something like that. But I might go down there and then they end up flying you back because if you're done by then, but they didn't want to pay the money to do it. Oh, so I'm my like, gosh, I so I had out. shore duty, which means you're just on shore and I never got to go down to South America or anything wow. like that, which is fine. I miss Phoenix again. Like yeah, I always miss Phoenix. It always comes back to, it. I, when I was in high school, I always
0: told Grace that I always wanted to leave. I always tried to get the first route out. I lived mm-hmm. in California, lived in Austin. And Michael Leto used to tell me, I used to ask him, like, you have money. Why don't you go to California? Like, you can get a nice house. It's just so much fun out there. And he goes, Arizona's the best. It and is. I finally realized that coming back. And of course, we have so much family here, which is a huge part of right, it all. Right, absolutely. But Arizona it's, truly it's your roots. is amazing. It's where yes, your roots are. For sure. And that's
1: why I say it by my father, right? Like, he's never going to leave New York because that's his roots. He's never going to leave there.
0: What's his family like on that side? They're, I don't have any interaction with them.
1: Yeah, they're, I mean. And I, they're a part it's an of Italian us, family. I mean, yeah. yeah, a huge Italian family over there, yeah. too. So I have I have cousins. And I don't I, I, know. Like, I see them through Facebook or we talk through Facebook. And I'm on Ancestry now. Yeah. But um, uh, they're, I think, they're, they're, uh, they're they're the same as us. I yeah. mean, they really are for the most part. They all have their problems and different situations in their family yeah. too. Um, How do you deal with the divorce with
0: that? Since, I mean, since you were so close, you had some relationship with your father and you yeah, also had a yeah. family out here that knew Still your do. father. Yeah. yeah. How did you deal or do you, did you recognize when you were younger, or even now, like, did you deal with that in a certain way? Did you it's, act it, out? Did so you? They,
1: they'll they like, so they'll say like, oh, you know, he, he, he didn't focus in school because of the probably because of the divorce or, or for whatever reason, like yeah. he had a learning disability or whatever. Um, cause they didn't have all the tests that they have now and everything. But, um, but they, uh, it didn't, it didn't really affect, like, I don't know. Kids are resilient, right? Like when they go yeah. through that stuff. But I wanted to, yeah, he wasn't around. Right. But we still talked on the phone or we would go visit them but it was still it ended up being the like like i was telling you last night that it ended up being the greatest time of my life like just because like being in that house because before that it was i was with my mom and my dad and my sister and you know diana was sprinkled in here and bill and them you know we we all moved out here from new york but it was just it was the greatest time it was just everybody was there um, we were poor, like we were super poor. I didn't realize just, that honestly until yeah. these last few conversations with my mom. and Then being up here last. Night. I knew I, how to turn the water back on in the house when the water was turned <laughs> off because you go out and you open the thing, you open the wrench back up, and the water is off, right? Uh, so I learned that at a very young age because wow. oh, the water's off. We forgot we couldn't pay the bill. We're paying it next week. Go turn the water back on. Yeah, and so, yeah, we knew. I knew how to turn the water back on, but. <laughs> From um,
0: your point of view back then, did you grow up quick? It seems like all the like all the people in our family growing up's a loose interpretation. Yes, yeah, understandable. Up, yeah, yeah. But even talking to Uncle Jay and Uncle Bill, who were very close in that area at yeah. that time for you, it seemed like they when you guys tell me stories, you were fifteen, sixteen, even yeah. younger, doing things that I guess you're only doing at like seventeen or eighteen now. But it just seems that fourteen. Looking at you know Gianna or Carter, who yeah. are so much younger than us in our family, thinking that. They would be doing some of the stuff that both you
1: all and I did as well as sixteen. I can't picture having my son go turn the water back on, right? Like I can't picture that. Yeah. Like having him go try. I do it myself, but I how do you turn that right if that happened? You still know but right, <laughs> right, I still know how to do it. I think they put a lock on I don't even know how it yeah, works yeah, now, yeah. but um but no I yeah I guess you do grow up fast but it's just it's a different time back then right Mm -hmm. so it's different Um, we all were home alone a lot because they were both working your parents or at least the people
0: who are older than you yeah and like so they would
1: say Diana's watching you but Diana I mean she's only two years older than me and (laughs) as soon as they would leave like Diana and I would be at each other's throats fighting but then there were times that we would play like we would play play games together or play like you know in the garage or play in the house and it was like you know it was their brother and sister stuff but growing up yeah I think uh, you don't it makes you resilient. I'd say that. Right. So you, it makes you, and it's funny because everybody that was like in that Dreyfus 40 street, shadow mountain era, like everybody that was in that area, mm-hmm. I talked to them like on Facebook or I'll talk to them. I'll see them around town. They're the same. Like they, they have the same kind of personality. Those people are the same. It's like that area yeah. is just people. I don't know. I, but the resiliency is what I think of. I think of, and that's, what's, what's for better or for worse in this family. We don't know when to quit for good or bad, but we don't, we don't stop. We don't give up. Like yeah. we'll fall down. We'll, but everybody gets back up. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. may take a while, but everybody gets back up no matter what, what happens. So yeah. I mean, we've had some crappy stuff happen in this yeah. family for our own faults or for
0: whatever reason. But. Yeah. Did that come both on grandma and grandpa? Cause again, I don't know. Come from them. Yeah. It seems that they both, of course, grandpa was a little bit more on the business side and had more. Yeah, He wasn't around things, grandma. But.
1: Grandma was the, she's so her and I, when it like, her and I spent a lot of time together. Like I grew up on TV, right? So that's yeah. why I can tell you shows from the seventies and eighties. <laughs> I grew up, it was her and I watching TV together. And it was like her and I would, we would do these games where we try to scare each other. Like <laughs> I remember watching a, uh, I can't, it might've been Amityville horror or something or shining. And this was right when Michonne was born. So it was like 80, and Michonne had this Kermit the frog and I'm laying on, I used to lay on the floor and watch, watch um, TV and she would be sitting and uh, smoking her cigarette, sitting on the, the, these, Le- not leather cow, pleather, whatever fake oh. leather is. Did it have the plastic over it? Well, that was the orange cow. She so had the plastic over it. But she'd be sitting behind me, and, and like in the scariest part, is she'd throw that frog in the air, and it would land right on it. As soon as it hit my back, she'd be like, Rah! and like it scared the hell out of me. But Michonne then I'd sneak would up to up to grandma? No, grandma would do that okay, to me. God, oh. And then I would do that to her, like if she was in the kitchen, sneak up to her, and she's like, oh, god damn, oh. what the hell are you doing that for? Like, but it was like fun stuff that we would do. But yeah. her and I spent... A lot of time together because it was it was like Bill was gone, Jay was gone, Diana was gone, and it was me. Yeah, Kelly's interloper. Kelly's, yeah. Kelly's Kelly, but she's but she was yeah. We spent a lot of time. Like I'm very very. It's she was. So, I called her mom. I was just gonna say my it's first so, five years.
0: Yeah, it's very um, it's so different to me that when like when I think of my grandparents, they're my grandparents. When mm-hmm. I think of Aunt Barbara, she's very similar to like she is my mom. She has been my mom for a while. Your mother, my yeah. mother, but it it seems so formed when we talk about that. In a sense but you had the same thing with aunt barbara's mom right uh, yeah so you yeah. kind of so, right, see that like jump. that's where
1: i tell you like there's no hierarchy in this family there's no like oh this is the the what what's what's my mother call it the um tree on the, 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 the matriarch oh there's yeah, no yeah, matriarch yeah. in this family yeah because we all were raised together um but and i think that could be a problem too right like that could be an issue too why not that I, we would vote like for the, my mother or Chris yeah, or anybody yeah. to be the matriarch, but it's just, we're all you like brothers and one. sisters, right? But she's still my mother, right? Yes. Like she's, she'll always be my mother. She's my mother. Um, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's, there's no, there's no hierarchy. Yeah. We're all together in this. We're all, and I think that's, that might be, now that I think about it, now that might be us moving here to New York. It was all on us. Like it was all on us. She left her husband. Eventually my mom left her husband and mm-hmm. a year or two after we got her, not you two, 1977 she left. Um, but yeah, Who left? Yeah. My mother divorced my father. Um, it just wasn't working. And uh, your
0: dad lived here for a little bit. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, he came wow. with us. He came with us from New York. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. He was oh, here. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I thought mm-hmm. you.
0: I thought she was separated at that time. No, he was here oh, till wow. seventy-seven.
1: So five. Was that years before, so before or five after years the accident? So he had his accident. My father had a and he rolled an MG. It was a little. He had a roll bar. It wasn't padded, and he rolled his MG when he was nineteen. Like if. And, and when he rolled it, he cracked his skull open and Holy it caused shit. some damage to his body and his brain. And um, he walked with a limp for his whole life. It's gotten progressively worse. Obviously, he's 72 years old now. And so he's, he's 73 and he's um, he's it's harder for him because the, the muscles just aren't like the connection from the brain to the muscles. It's a big thing. But um, he rolled it. There was a guy that that saved his life by tying this jacket around my dad's head had that not happened i wouldn't be born my dad was in a coma oh my god i don't know how long a month i'd say or something like that wow but the problem was when he got done and i there's a story for my mother and i'm I'm, i've never asked him about it but um he should have gone through physical therapy and his mother did not put him through physical therapy and she was like no he doesn't need that whatever Would that have done more for him? I mean, the guy's seventy-two. He's worked. He's worked in a linen truck his his life, and he's like did hard labor his life, and he's still here. So would that have helped him? I don't know, but he's still here. He's still kicking. He's you know. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, he would have. I would have not been born had that happened.
0: That's insane. You know, he
1: got. They tried to draft him uh, a couple of times too. So he got his draft. His Vietnam era. So he tried to get. They almost drafted him, but they had to keep taking him down there and saying, "Will you look at him? He can't (laughs) like. He's not gonna be able to run. He's not gonna be able to do that stuff." Wow,
0: that's insane. Yeah. yeah, So then. at, he moved here in 97 with them and then they divorced.
1: So, well, he moved here. So he, we moved in 72, 73 is when we moved here and then uh, they divorced in 77 and uh, he was here for a little bit. Uh, you were still not, you were my age. Yeah. That's insane. Seven, seven. I was seven.
0: Oh, you were se- yeah, seven. Around oh, yeah. Around then. Oh, maybe a little bit younger than you, but yeah, around, right, around then. around right. five
1: or six. So he meets another woman. They moved to San Francisco. They get married there. He's on oh, the prime at. of San Francisco. Too. Yeah. And it was wow. great. It was, I, I loved San Francisco. Like I, I took my kids there a couple wow. of times growing up. Yeah. I love San Francisco. It's, it's a lot, it's different it's now. Totally obviously. different. That's yeah. right. The
0: prime of yeah, San yeah. Fran, yes. Fran, Yeah.
1: But I loved it. Pier 39, Fisherman's mm. wharf and you know, the culture there. I loved San Francisco. It was cold in July. It was great. Yeah. But, um, so my sister and I, we would go there and visit him, but it was, uh, he, he lived there for a few years, but then went back to new york he divorced wow. that woman that woman, oh no way yeah she was kind of a train wreck but uh, she he divorced her and he moved back to new york he was i think eventually he would have ended up back in new york anyway yeah. he's just a new york he kid is, there's is, just yeah. no way he t- there were times that he would talk about moving to ohio or moving to florida or whatever there's no way every no. time I, he would talk to me about it, i'd be like no there's no You're way he's there. gonna move he's in because my grandfather lived in the same apartment for 37 years rent control in, mo- in in manhattan wow right? So yeah. Yeah. How do
0: you feel going into your marriage in the situations that happened with
1: Margaret and then Uh, Janine? Well, Margaret way too young, right? Like just way too young. Didn't think about it. Janine, we were still young, but um,
0: cause we, you guys have a pretty crazy history too. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. had, we ups had and downs ups left and, and down, right. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. dated
1: for 70 years before we got married. Uh, I think we started to uh, settle down and right around I'm 29. So right around that oh. is when I started cause my son was born in 2000. Okay. So that's a year after. So like yeah. where you are now and I was saying like, you talk about having a kid in a year possibly. Right. That's, you're where I was then. And now I'm thinking about that, I'm cool, looking at you, I'm why, like, Jesus Christ. Isn't that gnarly? I was, <laughs> was freaking that young when he was born, but. Right. So Andrew was born How'd era. you feel
0: going into that? Was parenthood kind of just, you, uh, when I talked to Trego, who's uh, the uh, first yeah. technical episode, he was, cause same thing, going yeah. into his first kid. You already had Tasha, but yeah. a little bit different for you. In that scenario, when I talked to him, he was he was like anticipating it a lot, going into 29. Now he's 33, going for the second one. Mm-hmm. On the second one, he says, He's kind of like playing with house money. Like, I understand what I'm getting myself into. Yeah. Obviously, you have a lot yeah. of
1: variables, but it's different with You know the signs, with your, with yeah. the pitfalls, watch, watch out for right? I think it's a more mature relationship is what it is with, with Janine, and it took a while to get there. It did. I think in any marriage, it's like the beginning is like the honeymoon phase, right? Everything's great. Um, maybe we dated for years, and it's just like, you know, it's just a natural thing to do to get married. But then as you get older, like Janine and I now, like, I think we're closer... Now than we've ever been, wow. and it's just because we know each other is what what makes each other tick and what makes each other um, what what our issues are and who's got issues. I have issues. She's got issues. Yeah. But I think as you get older, it's that's who you're with, right? Yeah. And there's a comedian. I I can't. Tom Papa, I think his name is, and he goes. He goes. You want to be with someone that goes. Where are you going? Yeah. You're not going yeah. anywhere. Right? <laughs> yeah. Who's taking you? And that's yeah. exactly right. We you have totally. a. You know, and, and we've been through so much and we think about it. Like you think about it through all the years that we've been together and like, remember this, remember that. And it just, it's gone by like that. Right. Quick. And it will go by quick for you too. Absolutely. It just, it's insane. And going into that
0: first job, did you guys know it was a boy or a girl?
1: Uh, we, so we found out, um, it was and cause I've, you know, I'm Andrew James Barmo the third, right? So That's I'm the insane. third and I've always wanted a fourth. And so when we was born we went to the sonogram, we took Taylor who was very little hoping for a sister. Right. And as soon as they said, Oh, it's a do you want to know? And we said, Yeah. And she said, It's a boy. And I was like happy at the, for a second. And then Taylor started busting out oh, crying. <laughs> busting out crying, kind of ruined the mood. But Taylor was so protective of Andrew, like when he was a baby. Yeah. Just like super protective. Like, like would like make sure he wasn't too close to the road. Make sure he wasn't like just super protective of him. And and they're different personalities, like, obviously. Absolutely. Taylor is. Shy and reserved to a point. I think that she's got some personality, like because she likes to act and she yeah. likes that kind of stuff. And I think I, I really like to think that she got that from me because otherwise she would have been really super shy and reserved. Yeah, growing up. That's how but, I
0: remember growing up. Is she was very shy yeah. and reserved, and very, she is to
1: a point. Like even now, she you can tell that she avoids con. Like so, here's a total like opposite. He, she avoids conflict. Um, like she won't look someone in the eye if there's like, like we had an issue when we were in Australia at, at a table, they didn't have like her food or whatever. And she was like, do you want this? And she was like, no. And she wouldn't like make eye contact, but that's just who she is. Whereas my son, he talks to the lady. He's like, Hey, do you have sauce? Do you have this? Can you put it together like that? And he does yeah. that. Right. So they kind um, of balance each other. yeah out in that And way. It, what's funny is the difference between Tasha and Andrew is um so Tasha was like, you know, leaving her life and she's got a child now. I'm a grandfather, which is weird. But Insane. I'm a very young grandfather, a, like every other young, yeah. almost every other grandparent <laughs> yeah. in this family. But um he went and like so he's he's gotten closer with Tasha over the last few years and he's like it's funny to talk to her and talk to Taylor and he goes, I am more like Tasha than I am Taylor, and I'm like, Yeah, you are. Isn't that like, no? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. When you were twenty nine, where was I around you?
1: Yeah, you're a T. yeah Nikki T, like you were, you, you, like your mother said, she said that, yeah, you, I was your best friend and Kelly was your girlfriend, which is so and it weird. Was, but you were yeah. just like, you were the baby of the family at the time and it a little pudgy with the, I don't know, kind of Afro you had <laughs> or whatever you had going on there. But yeah, everyone yeah. loved you, like loved yeah. you. You were, you were, uh, um, after colic. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. I didn't have to wake up yeah, with you. Yeah. So I was fine with you. You're good. <laughs> but yeah. no, we would play games with you and I would watch you and like, like, like at the house with my at dad. the house on, Char- uh, what was the name of that house? Char- um, Charleston. 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 Yeah. Charleston. It was the siege. big house. Yeah, yeah. So that was, that's your mother was right. We, we would get together there a lot and we would, we would like have dinners there and we would like hang out and just swing by and just, just knock on the door see if they're home. Like, it was, it was like, that was like how it was in the seventies. Mm-hmm. People would just come over, knock on the door. Oh, come on in. Our doors were never locked in the 70s. right. And, uh, and, the, and it kind of extended with Diana, but I think after that, with times changing and the yeah. way things are nowadays in the world that it just changed. And now it's like, someone's knocking at your door. You're like, did and you what call the them? Do you, you know who's there?
0: Yeah. But I feel like, um, so uncle Jay who's looking at his phone four inches away from him right now, yeah, with giant um, him and I haven't really connected or been really close to each other when I was growing up and only in the past few years, especially the last like seven months yeah. have we really connected. But I feel like stopping at your house, if I just knocked on the door, you'd open it and be completely fine, Absolutely. as it was when you were younger, right? Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that is something that my mom's trying to get to, and obviously that's a little bit on it the It won't upstairs, happen. It's not going to happen anymore. Yeah, why it will is not, that? Why it, is it, that? It's
1: not a bad thing with the family. It's it, well, it is part with what's going on with the family, but it's just this time. It's a different time now. It's like we're not all in the same house. We have, we have lives now. We're we're older now. They so the difference between like like uh, your Barbara, my mother Mm -hmm. and Chris is, they come from a different time too. And they think it's going to stay that way. It's going to be different when I get older, right? Like maybe my son's going to be too busy to like do stuff. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's, it's a different, the dynamic. It's tough. Yeah. uh, Do we, when we're together though, it's, we're all in the same house. It's great.
0: And that's why I think it's so, um, or that's why I feel that it, there's a possibility where you could get to that. I understand that everyone has their own lives, but didn't everyone have their own lives back when you talked about it was the greatest. It was easier
1: when you're all in the same house, right? Like, yeah, you have your own lives and you're doing stuff. Y'all
0: come back to that. But but
1: it still continued even after we weren't all in the same house. My mother and Chris have never had to deal with elderly parents. Never. They died at 55, 57. They've never had to deal with elderly parents. And now we have to deal with elderly parents that are in seventy two. So I don't know what grandma would have been like at 70, 80, Uh. 90 years old. Um, and I, I, and I, I, I would say she's going to be the same. It would have been, it would have been the same, but I think with, with them, I don't know. It's, it's a different, it makes me sad. It, it does. Isn't it? It, it bothers me. Yeah. It does bother me that, that we're not the expectations. Like I have a family, I have a job, I have like a career and I have yeah. things I have responsibilities I do. I got to mow the lawn on the weekends. I have, I work constantly during the week. Yeah. I don't have time to just go over to like for dinner here and there. Yes, I can't do it on a regular basis. I can't say I'm going to do yeah. it on a regular basis. I just can't. I don't know if I'm going to be out of town, but yeah.
0: Have you know. and my mom ever talked about that? Cause my mom is in the boat that she wants me to be that route. She's
1: in the split area, right? right? So you have, you have the Chris and you have my my mother and you have Bill J and it's just, there's, it's, it's, I don't know. It's weird to Uncle say
0: Uncle J feels that, I mean, Uncle Bill, I feel Strives to keep his kids. Oh, yeah. Around. And we all right, do. Like, we all the, strive yeah, to keep right? our kids around.
1: Yeah. But the extended family is a different story. And it's, it's, it's hard. It's just hard. We're not all in the same house. I don't know. Yeah. I, think that, I think that with, uh, could we, if, if the older generation would see it from the younger generation's point of view and say, okay, they have lives. They have. So with me and Tasha, here's a good example. I never expect like if tasha needs money i'll give her money if tasha needs me to do something, i'll never expect anything in return like tasha's like um oh would, for christmas we want i go i don't want anything spend it on yourself spend it on sophie don't spend it on me do it for yourself um i'll never have i don't put the expectation on her that and if she can't show up for a, a party or yeah a family get together whatever i'll still go i'll go um that's fine It's okay me if i didn't show up for something. I got a world of guilt. Yeah. Guilt is a very strong factor in this family. Yeah. Well, it is with me. My sister, she's got this guilt shield that she doesn't give a but shit. But she's in the
0: sense of it's very strong because it gets pushed
1: on or it, put yeah, on a lot of yeah. people, but how you receive it, that's a, right. you and your sister. And I find myself different. doing it to my kids sometimes. Like there, you find yourself doing stuff like, no one wants to be their parents, but we have, it's inevitable. You're going yeah. to end up being your
0: parents. with someone. how do you feel that? Or how do you see yourself oh. doing it? Like give
1: me an example. All right, here's one. So I'll go. So my mother would say, you know, you know, you have to come around more. There's gonna be a day that I'm not gonna be here, and you're gonna. Want, and I'll be like, I, uh, and it sits in my head. It really <laughs> like hits me. It hits hard. And I found myself doing like that. My my son, I'll be like, I go, oh yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a time where I'm not gonna be here, and I catch myself, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, yeah. I'm just like her. Do you
0: adjust when you catch that? Do you, yeah, I joke him, about do you I, kinda... mine's more joking okay. right? like like there there's always a, a layer. There will be a time. Hers is not joking. I understand that, but there's also serious. a tiny bit of percentage. Of when you say that, that it's yeah. also not joking too, you know, like yeah. that flopped obviously with Aunt Barbara, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. now she's very serious because I, about it. And but. I
1: know that, I know the, no, with her, it's always been serious. It's, really? Yeah. Because they come from a time where she'll tell you that we used to hop in the car and we used to go for Sunday dinners, uh, at my aunt's house or whatever house. So, you know, when she was younger and yeah, sure, that's fine, but it's a different time. It's it not is. the same. And, or for us, it's, I don't know, I, I think we, we've lost a lot. We're still family, but it's not, it's definitely not what it, what it was. And I think if you guys grew up in that, it would be totally
0: different. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. That's why it's really, that's why I kind of asked the question of, I'm very, um, fascinated with the times that I don't remember when I w- was that way. Cause mm-hmm. it seemed my mom put it on her when she said that too, about her session that her divorce was pretty impactful. Like it oh, seemed yeah, with yeah. the family dynamic at that moment in time, because they were the family that everyone went to, as it seemed. Yeah, it it's did where seem we gathered. Kind of, where yeah. you gathered yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. once that was gone, um there was some gathering after. I think your sister took a lot on that. From my point of view, your sister held a lot of really fun parties. Yeah. yeah it was with true. her sister. That's it was with her circle. True. Yeah. But she definitely like all the, I loved hanging out with your sister and you yeah. were always very active and Aunt Barbara and Uncle Bill would come sure. over and so there was that time for a while, but it doesn't seem it seems like now when we, especially now, but it seems like now when we get together, it's, there's always a, um, a barrier because there's conflicts between everyone, you know? Yeah, the, the two people are not
1: talking to half the family. It's right. Just, it's insane to and me. And
0: I guess the probability of that happening increases when you have more people, right? Sure, sure. You only had seven or eight in your scenario when with me, I have 30 or 38, you know, like yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. more people, so there are going to be conflicts, but... It makes me a, It makes me sad that there we have um, bits and spurts of when we are really close as a family, yeah. and then the times that we're not. It's ebbs and it, flows, It's really it? crazy because it is. That's why I'm really excited about this too. Because at at the end of the day, I just want to have everyone in the family tree at least on one session, sure. and maybe there's groups and however that breaks down. But the only times that we all get together, even with social media, to have these kind of conversations is very rare we have not had deep conversations
1: like this ever. i mean we're in, oh, in a long time we're all t-
0: it's you and i and mm-hmm. then we have Aunt, uncle bill and uncle jay and then uncle bill's son jake mm-hmm. is here that's a very small sub subsection of the men yeah but we've never done this we've never gone around and just hung out at someone's house for a long extended period of time and it seemed the stories that you all tell me that was so much more frequent like there was a yeah. sense of come over for the weekend or we're doing a party or yeah, we're doing this absolutely. and yeah I guess kids and stuff when they have it and you kinda of grow out yeah. of the scenario, but there isn't that way anymore. There's no. not that idea of Right, right. And it is a centralized is. party every New Year's Eve or every holiday. Yeah. I understand we all have our no, sections right. and our you're fractions, right. but there has to be a way that we I'm very thankful that I have a house now and I do that mm-hmm. was always Grace's when I first started dating yeah. her. It's like if you're coming into this family, there has to be a point where I want to host my somewhat fractured family. Our house is going to be the center Switzerland. Everyone's neutral. When you walk in here, everything gets thrown out the There's door. There's still
1: that, that, that yeah, cloud is hanging it was over tough. everyone. We had
0: our engagement party, and yeah. there was moments in time where people who weren't talking to each other ended up in a circle, and if yeah. that circle didn't have people to kind of be the middleman or middlewoman, it yeah. kind of was a little different. It's never,
1: ever been like that until yeah, the last three, four What do you years? think grandma
0: would feel that way from your point of view?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, so there was a time that this something like this happened with grandma, um, I, I don't know when? if like Jay might know it, is it, but they, Jay and Michelle, um, Jay was Michelle's first wife, Michonne's mom. And, uh, there was an argument that happened or something and they stopped talking to each other. My grandmother, Uncle Jay I, yeah, and, and grandma me, and grandma. Yeah. For how so, long? Uh, I don't know how long it was. I want to say it was like, I don't know, a month or two or something like that. But there was a time I, and I remember her, she goes, this is stupid. Real quick, hold on. Uncle Bill, Uncle Bill, Jay. Uncle Bill, you mean Jay? Do
0: you remember at a, a time? I'm gonna ask Uncle Jay in a second. It was you, Jay. I know, but I yeah, want to see okay. if he remembers. Was there a time where Uncle Jay and Grandma didn't talk? Something with Michelle. Nothing. You might fill you were it gone. in. You were gone. Oh, you were. She was mad at him, but yeah, I mean. but you were. They so were so they, no, they, they were,
1: and, I, and I don't know if it was she's not talking to him or he was They weren't talking to him because Jay was probably getting pressure from Michelle or whatever. it was. Something happened.
0: Anything um, you remember that? They moved out and moved in with Bill Thompson.
1: No, no, that was that was before. But uh, Michelle was with, so they were living in a trailer. It was this double wide trailer that they had, which had this amazing, comfortable couch. By the way, okay, but so it didn't vibrate? Uh, I felt like everything no, back. No, it was, then had it a little was bit bit like a bear. Okay. It was okay. like it looked like a bear. Okay, but they weren't. And she said, "This is stupid." She goes, "This is dumb." Get in the car. We went over there, and I was in the. I think it was my... you and Grandma. It might have been your sister too, or it was. I don't know. If it was my sister or uh, your sister. My sister or Diana in the back of the seat, and we were in there, and she went in there, it was dumb, and that was it. She went in there and Squashed. handled it, and it was squash, it was done. I can't remember, what the, I don't know what the argument is, but it was, the point was that, that there was there was someone not talking to someone else, and you got over it. Like in our family, in our houses, like you would be, I could be mad, your mom and I, we used to like have the knockdown, drag out fights, right? And, but we'd be playing the next day together or we would be like laughing with each other or whatever. Yeah. And it was just, it, you just, it was unconditional love, right? Yeah. now there's conditions. There's, there's conditions there's things on there and there's, there's, you have to show up. You yeah. have to do this. I think if that older generation right now let go a little bit, you'd find people come close. Like Tasha's closer with me because I don't hold those, yeah. I don't hold those, those barriers. I don't hold those, 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 uh, requirements, things you, requirements yeah, right? Yeah. Live your life. I want you to be happy. I want you to live your life you have family things you gotta go do it that's fine yeah it's not oh you've got family go do it i'll be fine you know yeah. someday i'm not gonna be here yeah. you'll wish i was there yeah, but, yeah. and that's the thing I, there will always be whether my mother and i were talking are talking or not there would have always been a sense of some kind of guilt with me because i think that's her tool with me like that's her thing mm-hmm. with me is guilt and it doesn't work with kelly kelly is Kelly's got that shield and I and she talks to me about it all the time. She's like, You have to like, you know, you have to stop. You know, you can't yeah. take that on. And and I and I still do. Like I, I, I tried to like when they would stop fight when they were fighting and they stopped talking to each other. I I was the one for months. It must have been four or five months trying to get them back together and it just couldn't happen. They wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it. My mother wouldn't meet with her alone, wouldn't do all that. I don't know. Yeah. I I, I think We might be at a point where we're all like, just forget it. Just stop. This is just dumb. But I don't know if they're at that point yet, like Chris and my mom.
0: Yeah, I agree. When um, Janine coming into that, like a, a scenario that I talked about with my mom is when we had that dinner and it was me reaching out to her saying like, where are you at? You know, six, seven years ago, I reached out to her and I brought her to dinner with my sister and we all sat at Oso. And I just looked at her and I was like, it's time. Like, I'm getting older. You're getting older like what's happening and I asked her cuz I remember when I dropped her off at home I went to my girlfriend's house at the time and I just bawled cuz it was such like an emotional like scenario release. right not even release but like a slap in the reality okay, a slap okay, in the yeah, face of like mentioned. I just had a dinner with my mom that I have not talked to in 10 years right so yeah. why I bring that up is in those moments when it doesn't go the way that you think it's going to go how and how long ago was that a few years we're talking about with the fight. just like when you were trying to be Switzerland between your sister and what your I was mom, trying like, to between yeah, like uh three three, three years ago well, it might be four yeah so four years ago you were a different person maybe somewhat similar but looking back now four years later with was, was there any lessons that you learned or anything like now kind of how you deal with it now did that moment change because I, t- I
1: think I, I think I would have done the same thing. I yeah. think because when it came, like my mother and I are very similar, like we're very similar in a lot of different aspects. You're very
0: similar. Oh You're yeah. Very similar. Oh, we're very similar. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's insane. I am my mother's son absolutely yes, you and always are. will
1: be. And I owe that woman my life <laughs> and who has been there for me, supported me and, and done all that for me. But that's also my sister. And to, to go through that and to have her like, just say some pretty bad things about her, which, in the heat of the moment, maybe she was upset with her, but yeah. something. My mother le- tends to lean towards um, making assumptions, right? So she'll make assumptions about Kelly's life and family up there, and it's not true. It's not true yeah. at all. And 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 I don't know. I, I think it's it's I, my mother. I'll tell you about a story. of My like, I'll give you a good story about my mother. My mother is someone that was. She's small. She's five foot. Yeah, been smaller all five life, foot and
0: a little bit. Right. Yeah,
1: <laughs> had to be helped onto a bus as a little girl. Been told her whole life by men that she's no good, that she's a whore that she's um because she got pregnant with me with my father um that she uh was no good right and then that she's not smart enough not anything like that she's also someone that that ended up having the strength to leave my father go to college not online college but Mm -hmm. go to college have two kids work two sometimes three jobs to get through that college on 100 dollars a month child support Right? And so I have nothing but like, like her, her determination to overcome it. And I, and here's, here's where it leads to is, does she have a chip on her shoulder all these years from being treated that way? And the smallest thing that she thinks is a slight or is a disrespect, yeah. she'll turn that and she'll say, she'll say, they're disrespecting me. And I get it why she does. It. And I told her this before. Okay, saying, this I said, I understand cool. why you do this, yeah. but you're... I understand why you are the way you are and I get it, but you got to let it go. You have to let it go. We, we love you. We, we, I, I have nothing but like, yeah. like how she's, what she's gone through and what she's done. And, and even like in the end year with my grandmother, she was the one that like, like would take her to doctor's appointments. Like Bill was still in New York. Yeah. Um, your mom was in her world at mm. that time. And she was, and to be fair, your mom was 18, 19. Yeah. Um, and she was out on her own and I'm feeding my grandmother through it too. My mom and I, when my, when grandma passed, um, it was her and I that picked out her dress, picked out her casket, picked out... and Gnarly. Yeah. It That's was, a big weight. Yeah. It was tough. It was a tough... Oh, I, I, still, no,
0: I 100% agree with you. And I'm happy that we're saying this because when I explain why I feel Aunt Barbara is the way that she is today is because she is almost taking this stance personally that she is staying standing up for herself
1: it's about the protest
0: it's and about the it. yeah yeah like i un, and i tell her that too like you i get it yeah. you were put down you were back against the wall for so long and if it if it's this past few years that you're like i have a stance and i want to be that stance mm-hmm. i agree with it do i agree with how um, At what the cost? consequences? Of At it? what yes. cost? Right. But it's also crazy to say, and we're going to listen back to this tomorrow whenever yeah. this is released to say that we're saying. We believe in it, but we also want you to not do that so much. And right, that, and that's I don't the release. Know.
1: That's the let it go. Yeah, let things go. But that's so hard to tell. Do I agree someone. with everything my children do? Yeah. No. Do I agree with everything my son yeah. does or everything? Like my son got into trouble in high school. I was all over him because I felt like I and and I felt like it was because of me. Like yeah. I always feel like when Tasha gets into trouble or my son gets mm-hmm. into trouble, and the kids in this family get into trouble all the time. Yeah. I and always, yourself. Yeah, myself, yes, right? Absolutely, yes. but I I feel like I feel like it's because of me. Yeah. Like it's my DNA that did it. Like on like when oh. he got so when he got into trouble, I'm like, that's us. That's our family. It's yeah. my DNA. It's not Janine's family. They've just been like straight. They've had their own problems, right? Yeah. But they're then and, and but they're straight laced family, right? It's and I, and I always blame myself. Tasha, same thing. I'm like. It's not a Vicencio thing because that's Margaret Vicencio, yeah. and her family. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's not that side. It's 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 me. Our side. And it's and and that's and I'm sure that's she feels that way too at a point. But I think now with this protest is that she is, and that chip. But you've got to let go. And I and I know she's like I'm pretty sure she's talking to somebody now. But it's mm. a one-sided story. Like Kelly and I talk all the time, and we would do a whole group session with her in, in a in a counseling thing. We would do that. We Would go there, yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be pretty, it would probably take a few yeah. sessions or a team you of psychologists around the clock. You're, you're ready, but
0: like you're ready now. You I'm probably weren't ready. Ready. okay. Maybe Kelly, not everyone's always ready, you know. That's the tough, too. Like, I'm not I, sitting across from the table from my mom, that was, yeah, my therapy, boxing match, whatever you Who, want to call it, you know, um, like your mother. So
1: proud of, so <sighs> proud of her. Amazing. So I proud know. Of her
0: mother. But that's that kind of idea where I don't think I was ready at eight or you know, four years ago when I tried to start this versus now I am ready. Yeah. So we have to give her the benefit of the doubt to
1: that. She, maybe she's just not ready for that, but we all hope that she, anyone that's feeling
0: but that she's way. She's running out
1: of time. Chris is running out of time, right? Like that's something that, yeah, and it's just, It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I, I, I want, I want my kids to be happy. I want time with them. Yes. But I can't be with them all the time. I can't be. And that's why I think that's why I don't have those, those, those stipulations with them. And I think that's what brings us closer. And I think it would do that too. But on the other side of that coin is like Kelly. Kelly's got boundaries like when it comes to like, totally. so when, when my mother says stuff to the girls, Kelly gets like, she feels like that's not appropriate to say to her. But when she says stuff to my son, I feel like she's talking to me like when I was a kid and that's just like, my mother took me to the store to go. Yeah. I was going to homecoming and she said, these are the, she, and we were picking out shoes for homecoming for, I was going with Margaret. Yeah. And she said, these are the shoes. She goes, you don't want those shoes. I, I go, yeah, those are nice shoes. She goes, no, these are the shoes that a, and back then a $40,000 year sales makes, and these are the shoes that are $20,000. I'm like, I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm trying to go to homecoming. But it's just (laughs) like...
0: but that, that, that's thats lesson the lesson to be learned. Yeah, like, it come is. on. It is. I
1: mean... And I, I, I do that to my son too. Right? I'm like, are you going to shave? Because yeah. I think you should shave. Because I if i was you're at my door, See? I would sh- And I'd find yes, myself doing the same yes, thing. And they're is. all less. You'll, you'll be your parents yeah. in one way or the other. Absolutely, I will. And I but completely know that. She, I'm going to talk very fast when I'm older. But yes, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know if you'll be that fast. Yeah. Diana should be an auction. Yeah, yeah. But no, there's, there's a... Uh, yeah. That dynamic with your parents, I think that she's... Oh she just has to let go, and yeah. I don't think she can. But that chip on her shoulder is what keeps her from letting go. Yeah. But Kelly's got those boundaries. Yeah. Whereas I, I don't have those boundaries. But when my, one of my boundaries is Kelly, Kelly is like Kelly's my sister, and I'm not gonna, and and that's my mother, and yeah. I'm torn. It's like I'm so in the tough. middle. But with Kelly, it's like. I don't want you saying that about my sister. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like you saying that because she's not a bad person. She's a good mom. She, like, yeah. I mean, she's in Vegas this week and taking her kid up there to go to her yeah. game, and she does that all the time. I don't What's know why she's. What's the time, like, Uncle Bill? We're ready.
0: It's four o'clock. We're ready.
1: Okay. Yeah. We're so, going to have to cut this short. It's fine. It's we'll fine. do a
0: session two. We should do a whole family thing. We're going to do a good. whole family yeah. thing. Yeah. I That's love awesome. you, Andrew. Thank you love so you too. much yeah. for this. Yeah. This is great. It's a smart idea. Keep it going. And I hope, I know, see, this is what I was talking about cutting it short and cutting it long, which really sucks. Mm we're probably at like forty-five minutes to fifty minutes, yeah. and this is when we get into conversations like this. It takes yeah. about forty-five minutes to get into this, and this is when, like another like thirty to forty-five minutes. I think this is where what worth, is this time the, for? What do we have time for? What do they say because they want to play poker and then we gotta go to the like yeah yeah we'll we'll You'd wrap ten it. minutes yeah, ten minutes we got again. ten minutes go okay. ahead keep going yeah. and that's why I think this is the craziest part to kind of go with it is that there's a lot of things that when you just give someone a a baseline to talk about mm-hmm. you'll see them go through things that they weren't thinking that they were going to talk about.
1: Yeah. Right? Oh, right. Right. I'm yeah. I'm assuming you, you, like this you was you supposed were... to be about being 29, and I 29 as a year away from a having a kid, uh, Y2K. all that yes. stuff. That's great. But what come, what built up to that? Yes. Time? And that's the yeah.
0: key thing is not even what built up to that time, but you know, if, what, what would you tell yourself at 29 right now?
1: Like it, that kind of question, like focus, what would you? focus, focus. Um, my son says, he says, uh, it's more important to do one thing really great than do a lot of little things kind of good, right? Yeah, totally. So, and and I agree with them, but focus, and that's I think that's where it, with me in general was, my head was always all over the place as a kid, even as an adult, um, even from time to time now. But I'm I'm able to reel it in a little bit more so now. But it's you've got to focus on on this 29 is actually a pivotal time because get into your 30s and again you can change your life at any time you want you can change your life you can be doing you can change your careers in 30 and 40 this is a different world right mm-hmm. you can you can do all this at any time but 29 is a pivotal time because i think you're you're you could live what's this 72 is a lifespan, so you're almost halfway through your life yeah. right and you start you start the now you're starting to settle down have a family which is rare in this yeah you, normally you would already have one yeah, in this family totally. But you, you focus on what you want, work hard for it, but don't forget to don't forget to have fun. Don't forget. And I tell my son this. It's not about money. If you do what you love, you're going to end up finding money eventually. Mm. It's going somehow it's going to be and it may not be money. It may be rewarding in another way. Yeah. But you need to focus on what you want to do. Um, stay to it. But don't forget to just stop. Just stop and like enjoy yourself. Like yeah. he didn't come up this weekend because he's trying to build his business thing up, which is fine. I understand. He's really at the front of it but you're not going to have a lot of these times and here's my mother talking again. It's not going to be here forever. Right? Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> again. But, yeah, yeah. but yeah, but you will always like Mike, my, my father has been around. I'm a product of my father. I'm a yeah. product of my mother. I am a lot like my mother. Yes. Kelly is weird because she's a lot like the Marmo side, but it's, yeah. And she wasn't around them as much as I was like, or as old as I was, but yeah. it was, yeah, I'd say that just focus. Um, keep keep working hard to yeah. what you're doing and and yeah and I hope you'll that be a good you're... father. You will be a good father. I already know that cuz you've already you know what bad fathers are, not bad fathers but fathers that got lost along the way. Yeah. And you know what mothers got lost along the way. And you're you're going <laughs> to you're going to be a good father because you know that side and you're yeah. you're you always want to do better than your parents did. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. That was always instilled
0: in our family, I felt like. Yeah. Always that don't settle. Don't settle. You're going to be big. Absolutely. You can do everything. Like you guys talk about where you came from and now look at where but we're sitting. But not like participation trophy and, better,
1: right? No, you like, can do better. Yeah. You can do better. You can be what you want to be as long as you focus, work hard. It's not going to be handed to you. Yeah. Work hard and you'll get lost, you'll get lost. As a, a man more. in
0: this family, I will always say that there was never a moment in time where I ever looked around and there wasn't other men trying to do or women, but men mm-hmm. specifically in this conversation trying to consistently do better. Yeah. Like no matter where you're at, there wasn't always like I bought this house and I'm staying here. It was always, I bought this house, I'm working, I want to do another thing. And it was, I feel like that's crazy enough. My dad was doing that when I was younger. I didn't know that building a business. And it's just cool to see that I'm very fortunate to be surrounded
1: by a bunch of very, um, driven and ambitious. And it, and it, and it goes generational, right? Like I had, I had, I had yeah. Bill and Jay. Bill and Jay were like my mentors growing up, which is for lack like, I don't know why. I don't know if that's a good thing. But no, they were my mentors growing up and they I wanted to be like yeah. them and be around them and do all that. But they had to go do their own lives yeah. too, right? So they had to go do their thing and I had to find my way. Yeah. But then there was all the it's women awesome. and all that stuff. But yeah, it's it works. it's just focus, do what you want to do, yeah. but make sure you take time to enjoy yourself and, and stop and, like they say, smell the roses, but do hey, you got to enjoy it. If you, if you work your entire life and you're 60, 65 years old and gay, you can retire, you got millions of dollars, what did you miss? Yeah. You missed like times Those with moments. your children, times with doing this, yeah. times with doing that. And there's my mother again. Yeah, there, about times, but on that, cheers, yes, brother. Absolutely. I, I love, love you, man. You. Thank you for this. Yes, Congrats everybody. I will listen beautiful. to these all the time. And you're going to be on
0: a lot of them. This isn't the only Please one. Please do. Give me a hug. be great. Anytime. I love you, brother all right just like that session number four cut off a little short but we will definitely have andrew on again soon there's a lot more to that (laughs) a lot more to that man than we covered so definitely want to have him on Um, as always if you like what you hear definitely give us a follow on apple or spotify uh, we are going to go ahead and get our YouTube page, but both the same handle for YouTube as well as our current Instagram page is @myagepod P-O-D. And I will be saying this a lot, but if you know someone, if you yourself wants to go ahead and grab an hour, hour and a half session, please do not hesitate to click the link in the bio of our Instagram. The third option, do you wanna be on the pod? It's gonna bring you to a really quick questionnaire with some contact information, but I would love to have everyone listening on. Um, if you have any suggestions or feedback, that's also where we'll go, we're gonna go ahead and add a QA and a or FAQ, contact us, whatever you wanna call it. Uh, so to get yourself familiar with Instagram, at myagepod, P-O-D is our handle. And as always, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll have more content soon.